This is John Henry Weston for LifeSite News, bringing you breaking news from Rome as Pope Francis has written, praising the heretical homosexuality-promoting group New Way's Ministry, a group which has been condemned by the Vatican under Pope St. John Paul II. Stay tuned. Let's begin with the sign of the cross, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On December 8th, the National Catholic Reporter revealed that Pope Francis wrote two letters to the group New Ways Ministries, their executive director, Francis DiBernardo, on May 3rd and June 17th. The publication stated that the letters were on official Vatican stationery and written in Spanish. The second letter from the Pope to DiBernardo, a longtime advocate, by the way, of homosexuality and a 29-year veteran of New Ways Ministry, uh, praised DiBernardo while also honoring New Ways Ministry co-founder, Sister Janine Gremick. Thank you. And this is quotes from the Pope's letter. Thank you for your neighborly work, your heart open to your neighbor, end quote. And that was the Pope praising DiBernardo. But in reference to Gramic, who, by the way, has a very long history of dissenting from Catholic teaching on abortion, excuse me, on homosexuality, uh, as well as abortion, um, the Pope said, and I quote, I know how much she has suffered. She is a valiant woman who makes her decisions in prayer, end quote. Now, the two letters earned the praise, no surprise, of prominent pro-LGBT Jesuit priest Father James Martin, who welcomed the letter's message. LifeSite reporter Michael Haynes notes the history of New Ways Ministries and its two founders, Sister Janine Gremick and Father Robert Nugent. They involve, the history involves persistent censure from ecclesial authorities. In, in fact, in 1984, Cardinal James Hickey who was then the Archbishop of Washington, prohibited the group already in 1984 from further activities in his diocese. And after years of examination and communication, both with Sister Gramic and Father Nugent, the Vatican under Pope St. John Paul II, um, and it was Cardinal Ratzinger, actually, who became Pope Benedict XVI. It was under his congregation of the Doctrine of Faith, they issued a letter, a note, if you will, in 1999, signed by Ratzinger, condemning the group and its founders, condemning New Ways Ministries and its founders. In fact, I'll read to you the quote from that letter. It says, quote, The positions advanced by Sister Janine Gremick and Father Robert Nugent regarding the intrinsic evil of homosexual acts and the objective disorder of the homosexual inclination are doctrinally unacceptable because they do not faithfully convey the clear and constant teaching of the Catholic Church in this area. The note from the congregation signed by Cardinal Ratzinger continued the ambiguities and errors of the approach of Father Nugent and Sister Gremick have caused confusion among the Catholic people and have harmed the community of the Church. For these reasons, Sister Janine Gremick and Father Robert Nugent are permanently prohibited from any pastoral work involving homosexual persons and are ineligible for an undetermined period for any office in their respective religious institutes, end quote. In 2010, Cardinal Francis George 
Archbishop of Chicago reiterated the CDF's condemnation of the group, writing, quote, like other groups that claim to be Catholic but deny central aspects of the church teaching, New Ways Ministry has no approval or recognition from the Catholic Church and that they cannot speak on behalf of the Catholic faithful in the United States. End quote. I must say, this is not the first time Pope Francis has contravened constant teaching of the Catholic Church on homosexuality. However, the prominence of this case, which is in direct contradiction to the Vatican under Pope St. John Paul II and Pope Benedict XVI, will actually hopefully cause faithful bishops in the world to take notice and defend the faith and the faithful who are being led astray. We all recall that Pope Francis has on several occasions now backed homosexual civil unions. Well, here are a few more instances of Pope Francis causing scandal on this issue of LGBT, which I summarized in a video last year. Have a look. LifeSite reporter Doug Mainwaring reported last week on Pope Francis's praise for Argentinian sister Monica Astorga Cremona, known locally in Argentina as the Nun of the Trans. Pope Francis's praise came in light of the nun opening a new complex of 12 small apartments dedicated solely to housing men claiming to be women and their sexual partners. In his communication with Sister Cremona, the Pope referred to her transgender clients as quote-unquote girls. Dear Monica, God who did not go to the seminary or study theology will repay you abundantly, said the Pope. I pray for you and your girls, end quote. It's not the first time Pope Francis has shown a stance opposite what the Catholic Church traditionally teaches about the rejection of one's God-given sexual identity. On October 2nd, 2016, Pope Francis referred to a woman who underwent a sex change operation as a man. He referred to her having married another woman and admitted to inviting them to the Vatican in 2015, describing the couple as happy. And clarifying his use of pronouns, the Pope said that he that was her but is he. As with most of his controversial remarks, the statements came during an in-flight press scrum. On October 2nd, 2016, on his return flight from his papal visit to Georgia and Azerbaijan, the Pope referred to a woman who, quote, felt like a man, but, quote, was physically a young woman, end quote. After sex change surgery in sometime between her 20s and 40, Pope Francis said he got married. And also he said, quote, he wrote me a letter saying that for him, it would be a consolation to come see me with his wife. The Pope also said, quote, I received them and they were very happy. And you can add to that the fact that the Pope has openly promoted one of the biggest promoters of homosexuality and transgenderism in the Catholic Church in America, Father James Martin. The Pope named Father Martin to the Pontifical Council for Social Communications. The Pope had Martin speak at the Vatican's World Meeting of Families and also met with him personally in an audience, the photos of which were used by Father Martin to attest to the Pope supporting his agenda, which has garnered opposition from several U.S. bishops. So back to what happened with these letters. In the first letter from the Pope to the group, to New Ways Ministry, it was dated May 3rd, and it was in response to an April 21st letter from the Executive Director Di Bernardo to the Pope. In that letter, Di Bernardo explained the nature of the pro-homosexual New Ways Ministry. It said that New Ways Ministries, quote, 
educates and advocates for justice and equality for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer Catholics and reconciliation within the larger church and civil communities, end quote. Pope Francis wrote uh, of a discernible, quote, attitude of shepherd closeness uh, with New Ways Ministries. He said, again, quote, sometimes we receive partial information about people and organizations, and this doesn't help. Your letter, as it narrates with objectivity its history, gives me light to better understand certain situations, end quote. You know, what's really deplorable here is the attempt to obfuscate, to pretend that New Way's ministry is only trying to do what faithful Catholic groups who minister to Catholics suffering from same-sex attraction do, to help them to fight against their sinful inclinations. New Way's ministry actively promotes homosexual marriage. And we know that at LifeSite firsthand. LifeSite reporter Jim Hale was recently reporting on a meeting of dissident priests and took these photos of the official New Ways Ministry booth, which, as you can see for yourself, is openly promoting homosexual marriage. For a perspective on this from Catholics who are themselves struggling with same-sex attraction, I wanted to show you this clip of an interview that I did with LifeSite reporter Doug Mainwaring, who himself lived a homosexual lifestyle for a decade. He converted from that and returned to faithfulness to Christ and his church, and he is so happy that he did. He describes for me uh, in our interview his reaction to the Pope affirming a homosexual activist named Carlos Cruz in his homosexuality. Have a listen to this. I remember that you and I were in Rome at the time that uh, this occurred, uh, when the, the Holy Father said this to uh, to uh, Mr. Cruz. And uh, I was just stunned. I remember I, I raced to, to write about it for LifeSite Newsreaders um, and, talk, and called it the, the lie of the century because it was it struck me as being just so dangerous it it undermined so much good you know that's gone on in 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 terms of of teaching people who are dealing with same sex attraction and uh you know my head was just reeling after after hearing that um but again what people with same sex attraction need is not affirmation they, they, they don't need affirmation of their, their sexual tendencies. They need affirmation as children of God. I know I do, and everybody else I know who struggles with same-sex sex attraction does as well. Um, John Henry, um, at the time, I solicited comments from a lot of folks I know who now live a chaste lives. I asked them about what they... Um, uh, thought about the Pope's words. W- would you mind if I, I read a few of those? No, please do. Please do. That'd be great. Uh, because they, these folks, they all had the, the same sort of response, the same, th- same one that I did. Uh, one man wrote to me just how seriously, he wondered how just how seriously the Holy Father takes the church's teachings on this and other issues of sexual morality. It is deeply disturbing to believe that leaders of the Roman Catholic Church are more concerned about winning people's affection and approval than the fate of their eternal souls. 
This certainly makes it a lot harder for those of us who are same-sex attracted and trying to obey the church's timeless teachings to do so, or even feel like we are welcome in the new paradigm-shifting church. And then he went on to say, belonging to a church whose leaders don't even believe in its teachings just seems kind of dumb. Um, and then there is another who said, uh, it, it was by connecting the crystal clear dots of Catholic tradition and of Catholic truth that many of us were able to turn to Christ and away from the homosexual lifestyle. Because of this, we were able to discover real peace and true freedom. We are now praying that the clergy does not confuse our brothers and sisters with fuzzy dots that will lead them onto a bridge to nowhere. This issue has nothing to do with hating people who are same-sex attracted. In fact, it has everything to do with loving them enough to tell them the truth. The truth that homosexual, the homosexual lifestyle is harmful to their bodies and minds and souls. You know, ultimately, this is all about souls. Remember what our Lord said about catering to the body and the earthly desires? In Matthew 8.38, it's recorded, he said, and I quote, what good does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? End quote. Jesus calls us to deny ourselves, take up our crosses and follow him. And that's the only way to eternal life. And yes, it's hard to deny our sinful urges. But it's also the only way to true happiness on earth and in heaven. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston. And may God bless you. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to lifesitenews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.